0: Hello everyone, welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles framework. It's my pleasure to introduce you to today's guest, Jeff Dellatry. Jeff is a superintendent at Fox Point Bayside in Fox Point, Wisconsin. He was appointed superintendent in March of 2019 after serving as assistant superintendent of business services. His past experience includes serving the Nicollet High School District as assistant superintendent for business services for 22 years. Jeff also served as director of business services at school districts in Wisconsin prior to that role. Jeff began partnering with student education in February. Our work with Jeff and his district has been focused on culture, creating a strategic plan with a scorecard and establishing surveys. He is a leader who's known for bringing people together, and he's committed to his community and employees to work together to create a clear pathway to excellence. So it's with great pleasure today that I welcome Jeff to our show. Welcome to the show, Jeff.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. So let's start out, if you would, if you'd share a little bit about your experience in business services and how leading from a fiscal background has changed your work today.
1: Yeah, so I work for the Fox Point Bayside School District uh, in the north uh, of Milwaukee County. Our school district has uh, scored significantly exceeds expectations on the state report card since it was first introduced in 2012. My hiring as superintendent had to do more with areas the district needed help at, uh, help with in the time, um, which was finance and facilities. And um, I was hired in July of 2019. I was hired from within um, as uh, the business manager. I had been here a couple years on a shared service contract um, with our high school district, and I had been at that high school district for 22 years. So I was doing two school districts, and uh, then the opportunity uh, came up to lead this district And part of that was in the fall of 2018, we needed to pass an operational referendum um, just to keep our operations afloat. We were also in need of of major facility renovations. And so the school board really felt like we need to get our financial and our facility house in order because we're doing everything else so well. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of why I was hired. Hmm. You know, the scary part for me is that I knew that if the education side of the house didn't stay up to those standards, <laughs> I was going to be out of a job. So, yeah. um, so while I was focused on that finance and facility side and, and I would say, um, You know, we passed that referendum in November of 2018. It was a four year referendum. Tomorrow on election day, we actually go out for another four years. Oh,
0: gosh, yes. So,
1: uh, you know, a little bit tense about that. And even more tense about that because this past April, um, you know, six months ago, we passed a facilities referendum to renovate our elementary school and to build and build a brand new middle school. So, Mm Um, there's nothing for sure that this will pass tomorrow, but we've, we've made our case, um, to the community of why it's important and the community has always been supportive. So, Mm um, I'm, I'm hoping that passes, but, you know, my first year on the job was focusing on, on the finance and the facilities. And then of course we had a pandemic eight months (laughs) into my job and, you know, that was, new for everybody. Um, There was nobody that had that experience. So, you know, I always kind of take this approach that I'm not the smartest person in the room. I've always been one to collaborate. And I know for a lot of people, it's hard to say that, that I'm not the smartest person in the room. But for me, that is really freeing. um, Mm -hmm. Because I think people... You know, whenever I've said that, some cringe a little bit like, oh, you know, don't say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. um,
1: but I think other people take it as, oh, he's, he's willing to hear us. Yes. Um, and, and so, like I said, that's um, really been freeing. And for me, leading with a financial background. Now, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I did teach in the classroom. Um, I, I did go on for a doctorate degree in leadership and so forth, but I can tell you everybody on my administrative team, every teacher in my school district is more of an expert in their area than I could ever hope to be, you know, so yeah. I have to rely on those
0: people. Absolutely. You know? And I it's mean, okay, Jeff, you it's know, it's okay. okay. Yeah. it's okay. I mean, that's okay. I mean, leadership, you have good leadership skills and that's the point, right? You want to, rely on people and let people do what they do best and provide that input. And, you know, that's just the, um, that's just the sign of a, of a good leader. So, you know, and I think about it, you know, I think about, I, I know that you've been very connected to the improvement work and, you know, you're committed to that and, and connected to that in your school and community. So, I mean, talk a little bit about that. Like, why is that a connection for you?
1: Yeah. So, you know, in my undergrad I really loved my management courses. And I'd also really worked from the ages of 13 to 24 in
0: restaurants.
1: (laughs) And I had done everything except, you know, for being the chef or a cook. I had been a dishwasher, a busboy, a waiter, a bartender, um, even a banquet manager after I graduated college and the job market wasn't great. You know, I continue to work at this restaurant that I worked in my youth and I worked in like four other restaurants during college. And then just being part of, you know, these management classes and looking at effective organizations and how to lead and manage effective organizations um, you know, I was really lucky to work. You know, the the place I worked was like, in terms of sales, one of the top five hundred restaurants in mm-hmm. the nation. Um, they had multiple dining rooms and they had multiple banquet rooms, and you know, they were they were a big deal and they were really really effective. and And so, I really was always asked my opinion, even as you know, mm-hmm. um, a dishwasher, busboy, how to do things better, and so kind of my thing has always been, my, my drive has always been to want to work in effective organizations and, and ask people. So when I came across um, Studer and really rounding and 30, 90 day interviews with new employees, for me, it was like, I've always done these things, group kind of mm-hmm. collaboration. I had never thought about doing individual one-on-one meetings Mm -hmm. um, with people, you know, except for my direct reports. And so to me, it was like one of these, oh, duh moments, like (laughs) I've lived my whole life and I I haven't done this. And, um, it's really been, you know, kind of life-changing already. And and I've only been with you guys since April, you know, we, uh, I, I really came to you guys because we started a strategic plan process, and we had the community um, together for four, uh, I'm sorry, three successive Thursdays of four hours per night. Um, again, collaborating with the community, finding out what was important to them. And, you know, I came to Studer because I was like, okay, I have all this raw data and I'm I'm kind of fumbling with it and, and really need to put it in a, a, a cogent strategic plan. So to yeah. me, that was really important. Gotcha. Um, and, and we, you know, after we did that with the community, then we brought it down to our teacher and staff level at some professional development days and said, you know, this is what the community has said, you know, like how can we make, you know, their needs met, you know? And so um, I had, like I said, I had all this data and then and Studer came in in April and, mm-hmm kind of helped me and my administrative team kind of muddle through that and and get a plan in place this September.
0: That's so. great. Well, and, you know, what you're talking about now, Jeff, is, you know, you have, uh, and I've heard this from Tim as well, you have, you know, you're known for bringing people together, leading transparently. You can tell that just from our conversation, you know, so talk a little bit more um, about, you know, why do you, why do you lead this way? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and what do you do? You know, what do you do yeah. as you do that?
1: So, really, I I started my career. I'm an old guy. I started my career in the 1980s, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember in 19. I'm right
0: there with you, Jeff. So, <laughs> <laughs> in
1: 1992, I went to um, uh, National School Business Managers Conference, and I went to a pre-conference workshop about um, creating collaborative budget processes. And at that time, I worked at a uh, a K-12 school district with five elementaries, a middle school, and a high school. And when I got through this pre-convention workshop, I said, you know, this process is really better for a school principal than a business manager. It's it's better for, you know, really a one-building situation. And then four years later, I got hired as a business manager for a one-building school district. <laughs> and uh, the superintendent was also the principal. Mm-hmm. And after oh, I was hired, he said, you're going to be in charge of our budget process the way mm-hmm. a principal would be. And I brought that process into place. I was like, oh, I can finally use this process. Great. And um, you know, I would have 30 people in a room. And everybody had to put together uh, budget packages and priorities, and they had to write a narrative of why they needed something. And we took this group process and talked about it. And then we tracked year by year who got funded and who didn't. And then people kind of self-regulated and said, you know, this person went two years, they've been asking for this, this is their year to get that. It was also amazing because people would come up and say there's a way that we can do this like Mm -hmm. I have these funds that I get for library aid that Mm -hmm. if you move this out of your classroom library into the library everybody can use it and I can use this library aid so there's a lot of creativity and sharing and making the most out of the money that we had and Mm -hmm. um you know that was just one example um a couple others in 2011 we had um, a law that passed, and it was known as Act 10, where teachers in Wisconsin essentially lost their collective bargaining rights. So after that passed, everybody, you know, in the state was talking about, oh, you know, we want to do right by teachers, we want to be a destination district. And um, so for me, it was really this opportunity to bring everybody together and say, okay, like, let's work collaboratively and figure this out. Um, even though we weren't negotiating, it was a way to collaborate. And so I had 20% of the teaching staff as part of this collaboration. We hired a facilitator to take us through a process and we, we came up with a, a, a new um, salary um, process, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the end, everybody within the teaching staff basically had to vote on whether they wanted to go with the new system. That was Mm -hmm. part of it that we wanted buy-in. And it was almost unanimous where, you know, we had that kind of collaboration. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like I said, I, I always look for collaboration, um, to, to come to solutions.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, um, and that's, you know, I can, it's just probably it's what you've worked on all your life and just a natural part of what's meaningful to you. You can, you can um, see that, you know, just in, in terms of our conversation today and so needed, Jeff, so needed in our field in a way that we lead and work with each other. You know, just curious as you're, as you're continuing to travel down that improvement improvement pathway, have you seen some results or what results are you seeing in your district? I know it's been a relatively short time, but, but what results you're seeing so far?
1: Yeah, it is a short time. Um, so we rolled out our strategic plan. We had a community event um, where people came through and they they could um, look at what we developed. We uh, uh, first introduced it to the teachers uh, at our back to school events in August, and then with the community in the middle of September. Since then, um, really our monthly strategic huddles have been so important. And And what I would say is I think there's a sense of relief with the staff a little bit because they know the direction Mm. the district is going. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a lot of noise with other kind of initiatives. And so like, yeah, it's been early, but, um, and and the other thing that we're doing is we have this little communication device that we use on social media that says building our future. Our strategic plan is called our framework for our future. And so anytime we do something that's related to, um, that has a tie-in with our strategic plan, we let the community know that, hey, this is something that that you worked on. Yeah. Uh,
0: so good. And just connecting it back. You know, I um, say, so Jeff, I've you, I think you know. I've been working on the book "Cardwearing Excellence in Education," and yeah, you know, it'll be out in February 2023. But one of the things that, as I was writing the book, you learn while you write the book is in books as well. And but what you're saying is in our principle one, commit to excellence, really focusing in on that strategic plan and that strategic direction. You know those and our, and the and operationalizing values; those two things are just must-haves in order to continue to apply the the rest of the principles or the improvement work. And I think you're just reinforcing that. Like, look, now that we now that we have the strategic plan, we make sure that anything we do, we're connecting to that. We're not we're not doing anything that's not purposeful in that way. And I can also connect it back to the input. That people provided and say, "Here's what's important to you. This isn't my plan. This is our plan, and we're moving forward." So, I mean, just even though early on in the work, that foundational piece is is exactly to me right on in terms of how you have how you set the 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 path moving forward. So, you know, I just with your your uh, background and expertise, I, I love I love the I love that you came in with a, a different perspective and you rely on other people you rely on people to do their jobs well and build their expertise into the process. You know I think that's great advice for people, but I know you have some other pieces of advice so as we as we close today, um you know what what advice would you give to other leaders who may be considering starting an improvement journey?
1: I I didn't know that I'd like having a coach so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um that's great. So I would tell people Get a coach first, and do yourself a favor and get yourself a studer coach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks. Um, <Jeff>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I call. I had been talking for months with with Ryan from your organization, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talking with other people in the state of Wisconsin um, that were working with you guys probably for six months before I, I I pulled the trigger. And what I found is, while I eventually got there, my process would have, and journey would have been a lot easier if I would have started with you guys sooner. (laughs) I guess no harm, no foul, Um, Yeah, but no, I, I, I really, really feel like um, in the short amount of time that, that I've worked with, with Tim, you know, it's great to have somebody um, that I can bounce ideas off, Mm -hmm. you know, just helps clear my head and, and helps me give confidence and, Um, the direction I'm going. And I really, a lot of the stuff that actually went into our strategic plan under finance and facilities, surprisingly, I have rounding and community meetings as part of that plan. And I just said, um, you know, that was never, that never came out in the community meetings, but for my leadership, I thought that that was important that I can, continue to get feedback from people. And so, you know, that was uh, really a discovery since joining Studer. And and I think it it does pay off financially to mm-hmm. listen more. And, uh, you know, there's there's a, a a quote from Peter Drucker. This was a, a long, long time ago. Management guru Peter Drucker said, you know, the manager of the future will ask more than direct. Yes. And and I think his idea was that the worker of the future was going to have more expertise, or there was going to be so much expertise with our knowledge, mm-hmm. our booming knowledge industry, that there was no manager that could know everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as a manager, you had to ask more. And um, I think that was... You you know I've been asking over my career, but but you guys really got me thinking a different way of you of taking it to the person. So
0: yeah, uh, thanks. That's such a well, and and I think again natural in the way that you lead, but just the um you know the connection. I I think the same thing. I, as I work with with um, organizations, I think you know I work a lot with higher ed organizations and with presidents and that's right it's right jeff you know i relate you build a relationship with with it's a one-on-one relationship you know with us and the and the executives and it's a way for us i always say the same thing i don't have all the answers i wish i could give you a, an answer you know that would be something that would make your life easier but you know what we can do is look at look at things from various angles look at the data look at the input talk through things and really figure that out together and try some things and then, you know, continue to, to make that connection in that safe space. And so just appreciate, appreciate what you do, appreciate the, just your honesty, the way you connect with people, the way that you value those connections. It's so important in our profession today. And if we had more people like that and doing that, I think our profession would be a lot better off. So we're, we're, uh, we're working together, working in partnership with you to to build those relationships with people to, to, to make what we do great.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I, it's been a it's been a pleasure working with you guys.
0: Thanks, Jeff. I'm appreciative to Jeff for sharing his insight with us and for his true commitment to his people and to bringing his expertise to the forefront for us to learn from and to give us a, a perspective that we can see from his lens. I love it that he comes from the business side of the world and and how we can transfer those business practices into helping us build our educational foundation for the way we provide excellent service to our community and to the families and to our students. So, so appreciative of Jeff spending some time with me today. We've got some free leadership webinars coming up. We'd love to see you there. It'll be happening next Tuesday, December 6th, at 2 p.m. Central. The topic is planning for the next hiring season. Gosh, that's right around the corner. So please join us to expand your leadership toolkit and also connect with other dedicated colleagues in the field. To sign up, head over to studereducation.com events. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Performance. Feel free to share this episode with a friend or colleague you think today's topic will find meaningful. Also, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can follow Accelerate Your Performance on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. There, you'll get the scoop on upcoming episodes as well as leadership highlights and takeaways from the podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles framework so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.